Are you ready to take your business to the top? Well, strap in and hold on tight. You're listening to the Top of the Wall Podcast from Redwall Marketing. Business and marketing strategies to lift you above the competition and over the wall of mediocrity. Now, here's your host, J.R. Griggs. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Top of the Wall Podcast. This is J.R. here with Redwall Marketing. And today we're looking at the three areas in your business, or three areas, there's really more, but three areas in your business where proper follow-up will increase your sales. Uh, Too many times in businesses I see this one-and-done type of mentality uh, with customers and non-customers. Specifically, it happens a lot with customers. Somebody comes in and buys and um, you think that's it. Well, you made a sale, so there's nothing else to do. And, um, you know, that's, you, you really want to keep that relationship going. You want to keep following up with them and, uh, hopefully leads to more sales and same with somebody who doesn't buy. We're going to look at how you can do that and turn those into more sales. So, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, is a common misconception in business is this thought of getting a customer to make a sale. So you want to get the customer in to make a sale. However, the, the, better way to look at that is getting a, uh, a making a sale to gain a customer because once you make the sale that customer should be yours forever you want to put a steel cage around them nobody else should be able to get to them they should be back often to your business so we're going to jump in and quickly today look at three areas where you can do this for you know your business and uh, increase sales through that so the first area we'll look at is leads okay because everybody starts off as a lead. No matter what business you're in, um, you know they 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 come in as a lead. So that could be different stages of your business. It could be, for instance, a phone call. Um, maybe your auto repair or uh, even a coffee shop. Uh, you might not think of leads, but uh, typically somebody walks into a coffee shop, they're probably buying something. So it's a little bit different. But let's talk about that first stage where somebody's not yet a customer. They're not yet making a decision necessarily they're still thinking about it what we can use um, some strategies to take that person who may be just visiting a website or making a phone call and asking a question or stopping by and taking a look at what you have to offer we can use that and uh, try to capture information from them so that we can follow up with them so you know one of the ways to do that on a website is you simply offer something for free or you know in exchange for their contact information something they would value so not something that's uh, not related to your business and not something that they wouldn't value so it needs to be something important to them just uh, an offer of hey get on our newsletter I see those a lot newsletter it's such a typical thing and and usually it comes from companies that sell these cookie cutter website marketing plans and so a lot of chiropractors have it and places like that and you know frankly Newsletters are just played out these days. A lot of people don't want to even be involved in them. But if you can offer something else that's of value, something that would uh, educate them, something that would help them with their decision process, you know, uh, one of the clients that I've worked with, we put an informational ebook on there that taught the customer about um, things they need to look out for to avoid um, having a nightmare uh, service repair. Um, and you know, one of the bullet points we put in there is, you know, prevent yourself from getting sued. And there's a story in there about a lawsuit that happened in a similar industry where, um, you know, the homeowner was sued 
by the contractor they hired because he didn't have insurance. And so it discusses the benefits of making sure that whoever you hire has insurance. And so this is valuable education to the uh, to the customer, and it's worked really well. They come to the site, and, and one of the last offers that they see is this ebook. And so they download that, and then now we've got a follow-up campaign. Now we can drip content to them. We can tell them when we've got a sale going on or an event coming up that they might be able to come see the owner or staff or some of the product um, or anything else that's going on. Send them a Christmas card, whatever. But we can continue follow-up with just the simple process of making sure we have an offer and uh, asking for some information. If you're at shows or anywhere else, if you're at a coffee shop, you can, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, find a way to get that information. Offer a free year of something. Offer a free um, package or care gift or something to get their information. You see those a lot from, you know, if you go into gyms or, um, you know, the places that give away a free lunch if you drop in your business card. I can't tell you how many times I've dropped in my business card to one of those places and never heard back from them again. What are they doing with the business cards? Uh, chances are they, they saw that concept somewhere and thought that the cool part was, oh, look, we're giving away a free lunch once in a while. That's not it at all. Take those business cards and follow up now. Offer a coupon. Mail them something. Email them something. Do something with it. Uh, I, I, I've dropped business cards in those bowls a lot. Never want a free lunch, but never heard back from uh, – you know, that business. I even had a, one time I was walking around a home show and they were offering, um, a free LASIK surgery, I think. And I've always been interested in it. I've always been interested in finding out more about LASIK surgery. I, I, um, starting to lean more towards it's not for me and, and maybe just deal with contacts forever. However, at the time I was interested and I filled out the, the card. I dropped it in for a free, you know, the offer for a free, um, session or whatever and never heard back didn't get an email saying thanks didn't get an email with more information nothing they could have used that as an opportunity uh, to contact me and um, give me more info and maybe sell me on you know doing it. I was definitely a candidate at that point I was highly considering getting it done because uh, I just don't like putting my contacts in or wearing glasses so there's a lot of areas think about your business and your customers when they're at that lead stage they're not yet a customer they haven't come in they're not necessarily making a buying decision they're still exploring what can you offer them to get their contact info and then what can you follow up with them with even if it's as simple as saying hi once in a while offering them a coupon or discount or a, you know notifying them that there's a sale coming up there's lots of ways to do that. So that's, uh, you know, very valuable. The second area that we're going to look at is your customers. And I'm going to define a customer in this case as possibly somebody who doesn't uh, d decide to make a purchase. And the reason I'll say that is because if, if I walk into Home Depot and I'm shopping for something, I may be there just making a list, but you can bet that the employees would identify me as a customer right? It doesn't matter that I may not buy anything that day. I'm a customer. I walked in and, and they would treat me as a customer. They would say, hey, I've got a customer I'm with. So at that point in certain businesses, even if I'm not buying, I'm a customer, right? Um, and in some businesses, I may still be considered a lead. So we're going to move into customers and we're going to start with that no sale first because here's an area where a lot of people don't um, consider taking this extra step. But when somebody comes in as a lead and they're turning into more of a customer, you can also have another 
follow-up campaign. For instance, uh, in the service business, let's say a lead goes to the website and we get grab their information. Well, now they become a little bit more of a serious lead and now there's an estimate being done. They're still not a customer, right? But now you get a salesman out there, an estimator out there estimating a job, and there's another phase of follow-up that can happen. Same with even a bridal shop. If a bride comes in and is looking at, you know, um, wedding dresses and, uh, you know, bridal party dresses, they may not make a decision right then and there, but you should certainly be grabbing their information so you can follow up with them. Even if they don't make a sale that day or make a purchase that day, there should be a separate campaign designed just for that customer. So you have a split campaign. If they say yes and they buy, they get on this follow-up sequence where they're getting a thank you card and a maybe a gift on the wedding day or during the honeymoon or whatever, you time it out. Maybe they're getting an anniversary gift a year down the road. You can set up a whole funnel of, uh, you know, of, of something like that. And, and this is going to cause this person, you're going to stay on their mind. And when their friends and their family get married, they're going to recommend you because you were in touch and you can build these things in. I mean, what's the cost of that to send out a card on their wedding day and their anniversary? Certainly not much, and you can automate the process. Uh, and the same if they say yes, you could you know send out these things. Or if they say no, I'm sorry, you could still send out a hey, you know we wanted to thank you for considering us for your wedding dress, and even though you didn't choose us, we wanted to congratulate you on your wedding anyway. Same thing for the anniversary. You can set up different campaigns, and you can get very elaborate with all kinds of different things, or you can go very simple. Car dealers, somebody comes in, and, or a car shop, somebody comes in and wants an estimate. You could always, um, you know, uh, if they get the estimate but they don't get the sale, you could put them on a sequence where they're followed up with as a customer who came in and got an estimate but never made a purchasing decision. So you're checking in. Hey, just wanted to make sure that you did find somebody to take care of you. Uh, maybe you could stop by and tell us how your experience was or how we could win your business next time. There's different follow-up sequences you can create based on sale or no sale. So that's very important to consider. Now, you know, look at your business and you know jot down some ideas for that what are you doing now when somebody does say yes are you following up do you have a sequence do you have something that goes out a thank you letter um, a reminder if you're in the auto industry i hope you're reminding them when there's certain maintenance due um, or if you're selling appliance repair maybe there's a maintenance that's due on their appliance you could uh, when you go in there to fix something you could jot down all the you know um, information about their other appliances and send them out reminders of when they should be serviced. So, you know, there's some ideas there. And that's from a yes point. Now, again, with the no, you can still make those follow-ups. You can still contact them when there are, uh, you know, benefits to reaching out. Again, it could be just keeping in touch or it could be reminding them that there's a service. Maybe there's something you're doing, a discount you're doing, an event you're doing. It doesn't matter. Um, have a follow-up sequence for yeses and for no's, okay? And the third one area that is really important is simply retention, just customer retention. Yes, no, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're in a business where it doesn't matter if they say yes or no, or um, they may not say yes today, but they're gonna say yes tomorrow because they come in all the time. You know, there's different industries. The customer retention, if you wanna keep the customer coming back more often, this is kind of in the area of once there's a yes, Let's create a follow-up campaign. But even further into that, when you've got a steady client base or somebody that comes in and buys often, you want to stay in touch with them on a constant basis. And uh, a good way to think of this is TOMA, T-O-M-A, Top of Mind Awareness. 
So T-O-M-A, top of mind awareness. And this is just staying on top of their mind. If you're a plumber, you want to be their plumber, not the plumber they used once. If you're the wedding store, you want to be their wedding store, not the wedding store they used once. You, you get what I'm saying? You don't want to be the auto service they used uh, a few years ago. You want to be their auto shop. That's where I go. That's who takes care of me. That's who sends me a Christmas card every year with a picture of the owner and his kids and the staff. That's the one who invites me to a um, a brunch every year for Christmas where I can come by the shop and they've got cookies and desserts. Uh, my, my wife's chiropractor did that. We went to a chiropractor for her uh, when we were having the baby, and, uh, our, our third child, and um, we took him in there too, got him a little checkup when he was born. Never done that before. My wife got a um, – by the way, just at, at a random, it was recommended that she does that because she was kind of running a little bit late on her uh, – labor just a little bit was having some pains and so we were recommended to go there and I think two days later the baby was born so it it it, uh it appeared to have helped um but anyway like that year we got a letter um to come by they were having a Christmas event and she gets a free session a free quick session so she went in there got a free session and there was cookies and drinks and got to hang out and talk to the owners and the staff and it's a great thing and she wouldn't even think or hesitate about where she's going to go next time she she gets um you know she wants to go in for um a chiropractor it's not even a question in her mind she's not even going to pick up a book she's not even going to consider somebody cheaper automatically that's where she's going that's her chiropractor now she's hooked anytime she mentions she wants to go to the chiropractor she does not mention we should shop around for a chiropractor it's nope we're going there that's our chiropractor so by doing that by having these follow-up sequences and just doing a good job in general they've created a uh, a loyal customer. And that's what you want to do. You want to put a steel cage around your customers. Nobody's allowed to have them. Nobody. So no matter what business you're in, keep a retention follow-up sequence, something. Stay in touch with your customers. Say, uh, send out cards for Thanksgiving. Uh, as, as simple as uh, we are so thankful to have you as a customer. Something very, very simple can go a long way. You don't have to necessarily throw a big Christmas party you know, you, just by saying Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, um, you know, just by contacting your customers and having that, you know, sequence. Or by the way, you know, it's been six months since you're, you know, since you last visit us. We'd love to come see you again. Here's a coupon for 20% off for doing so. Lots of ways to do that. In fact, there's a lot of chains that me and my wife frequent often because they are um, staying in touch with us. They send us you know, coupons. They send us things. I haven't been in Barnes and Noble in quite some time. I order most of my books on uh, on uh, Amazon, and I'm, I've been doing a lot of Kindle. But I just because I'm on Barnes and Noble's list, they just sent me this little 15% coupon, and I plan on going in there this weekend because there's actually a book I want that is not on Kindle, and I'd like to purchase it. And I thought, well, I'll take this 15%. I'll go into Barnes and Noble. And generally, if I take my kids. Uh, that means I'm stuck buying hot chocolates or they'll get a decaf coffee because I like to um, – I never go into Barnes & Noble, buy a book, and leave. Just can't do it. So it tur- usually turns into an event where the kids will go to – especially my youngest, he'll go sit in the kids section and play with the little Thomas the Train setup they have. Um, uh, we'll end up getting some kind of a coffee or maybe even a snack, and then I'll buy the book. So now uh, this little 15% offer has 
probably going to, you know, uh, shoot just by buying coffee is the 15% is going to be compensated. And I'll get my book there and we'll spend a couple hours there probably this weekend. So um, that simple follow-up. And all it was was an email with a 15% off coupon. It's not even that big of a deal. You know what the 15% is going to save me? The book is $10.98. That's what I'm getting. I'm picking up a $10.98 book. So what am I going to save? A buck seventy, <laughs> If that, right? Um, but it was enough for me to say, eh, I'll go get the book this weekend. What the heck? We'll turn it into a to an evening. And that little touch has me still going there. Even though I'm buying the majority of my books from Amazon, they're going to get me back in the store, and you never know what else we'll end up getting. Sometimes we end up getting a kid's book if we see one the kids like or you know, whatever. So customer retention is huge for, for a huge reason to keep follow-up, to keep touching your customers, keep on their mind. Uh, you don't want to let them start to wander. They're only as loyal as they can be for so long. As soon as something better comes along, they're going. We, we also like to eat at Sweet Tomatoes a lot, and I get – deals from them all the time. I get announcements for them all the time about some new uh, item they have. They, they have seasonal items. They're only available certain seasons. And they'll send us reminders, reminders that they have breakfast. Um, you know, those are enormous. Uh, those little email reminders are huge on getting us back in the door and talking about them on a podcast right now. So I've just mentioned two, you know, big retailers. I would love to mention a local business um, but I can't think of one off the top of my head that isn't a client that has, you know, emails me regularly. I'm really trying to think here. Uh, my gym, but that's not, it's a chain. So that doesn't count. So I, I don't think there's a single local business. Oh wait, there's the place we buy our cat food. They do, uh, um, they sell healthy cat food that we like and treats and things like that. Uh, so they actually do follow up. My wife gets those though, which is why it doesn't come up to my mind right away. She gets those follow-ups. But other than that, I don't think there's a lot of stores that aren't franchised, that aren't corporate stores. They're mom and pop stores that could just put in a simple email system. The only one I can think of is my, is the, the pet food place, the, uh, the pet food store. Uh, I can't think of any others off the top of my head. Maybe my wife knows more cause she would she might get more of those, but that's saying something. So follow up with your customers, focus on those three areas. Very simple. I didn't, I didn't mention any elaborate programs here, right? I didn't mention anything super expensive, super, uh, deep in funnel. So leads, customers, sale or no sale, and then your customer retention, stay on their mind, send them offers, send them hellos, invite them to come hang out at a picnic someday or come by and get free coffee or here's a coupon. Simple as 15%. I mean, gosh, again, $1.70 off that book. And I guarantee you we'll spend no less than 20 something dollars when we go there just because of uh, it turns into an event every time we go. So that's enormous. Stay on top of their mind, okay? Uh, and uh, take a look at your business. So, uh, you know, again, after this podcast, do me a favor. Don't uh, end the podcast, and then that's it. Everything was a good idea, and you don't do anything else. Take a look at the things we just covered. These are very simple again. Write them down. Look at your business, and look at all three areas, your leads, your customers, sale or no sale, and then the customers that are um, long-term. How can you stay on top of their mind and keep following up with them? Write down as many ideas as you can 
and then just implement slowly, step by step, the easiest ones for you to start with. What's the most important area you can focus on and implement the easiest ones. So try that out and please do let me know how that works for your business. You can contact us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash redwallmarketing. You can head over to redwallmarketing.com and uh, hit the contact page and send us an email on this uh, episode. You could find this episode on the site under podcast and uh, you could leave a comment under this episode. Please let me know how you implement these strategies and how they work for you. Or again, if you have any questions, we will try to answer any of them that we can. I will see you on the next episode. Get out there and start following up. Thanks for listening to the Top of the Wall podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any of the great episodes coming up for you. For more resources and tools to take your business to the top, visit redwallmarketing.com.